Are you exasperated or what? Well, if you are, you're in the right place because in this podcast series, myself, Tom Fox, and my co-host, Greg Greenberg, author of Effing Argentina, explore the current American psyche of being overworked, overwhelmed, overtired, and overleveraged. So you can find out about our exasperation with, well, exasperation. So welcome everyone to the newest edition to the Compliance Podcast Network, Effing Argentina, where we unpack some of the current exasperations of American life. Today, uh, Greg manages to put several together from uh, the ubiquitous dog walkers to taking your daughter to school to the whole ritual of the pre-K or elementary school. So I'm your co-host, Tom Fox. And I'm Greg Greenberg, the author of Effing Argentina. And 10 more tales of exasperation. So this season on F in Argentina, we're talking about exasperation, as Tom mentioned. Each day it's nearly impossible to complete a full day without lashing out at some object, animate or otherwise, that's causing intense irritation or frustration, if you will. In today's episode, we explore exasperation with the tale of meeting a dog and its owner on the sidewalks of New York. Tom, do you even have sidewalks down in Texas or do you guys just ride your, ride your cattle to work every day? Well, we uh, ride the cattle, uh, perhaps ride a horse, perhaps ride the donkey, uh, depending on your economic status. Uh, but uh, living out here in the prestigious hills of West Kirk County, we do not have sidewalks. But, Greg, uh, away from a, I've seen several dog walkers in parks in New York, New York City. But what's it like for you, the pedestrian walking on the sidewalk in New York, when faced with a dog and a dog walker. So here is my thing. I I'm, I think we might get flack for this particular podcast episode, Tom, because I'm not especially a dog person. And in New York, I think it's kind of unfair to a lot of dogs themselves because they're kind of cooped up in apartments like the one I'm in right now. So then their owners take them out in the street and they really give them full reign. They let them urinate on the street and defecate on the street and hopefully they they clean up the the defecation but sometimes they don't that's why they have pooper scooper laws and i as a non-dog owner think it's kind of unfair the way that you know dogs really control the streets in 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 new york i you know i'm not asking for a massive crackdown but the dog owners really feel and the dog walkers and the dog owners really feel that the sidewalks are their territory and i don't think it's always fair and this story is a little bit of exasperation about me, a non-dog owner, uh, or the narrator, it has to deal with someone, someone <laughs> and their dog. That's the first time in any podcast you've admitted that. Well, moving on from that. But this is more than just about the dog. It's about the dog's owner and walker. So how does Baxter try to persuade? Well, I guess what does the dog owner want and how does the narrator try to persuade the dog owner uh to get baxter to back off so this is what happens in this particular story we have uh, a a gentleman is taking uh, his child to school his young daughter to school and all of a sudden someone with the dog comes up and some dog owners they'll just uh, you know without really caring whether or not you want to or not they'll just let their dogs come up to you and jump up and down your legs and uh and slobber all over you and and then you say you can try and reason with them saying, excuse me, you know, my child here is not a big fan of dogs. Can you back your child, you back your dog off? And in this particular story, the dog owner says, oh, no, no, Baxter's not going to hurt the, hurt your child. And if you think about it, you, it's not it's not very uh, pleasant, to, you know, to, to say, look, you're, you know, can you get your damn dog? You, you try and be reasonable. You say, look, 
I understand your dog may not be, you know, just get your dog off my child. You're trying to say in the nicest way possible, but sometimes the dog owner just doesn't get the darn hint. And that's the source of exasperation in this story. So in addition to some exasperation, uh, there was some uh, commentary around, I'm not commentary, actually dialogue with Baxter. So could you tell us about the dialogue with Baxter? And frankly, what was Baxter's position on all this? Well, Baxter, the dog is, is you know, really up, you know, all over the kid. And, you know, the, 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 the parent in the story has to pick up the kid. And, the, and the, the dog, I know you're a dog person. I'm just not a dog person, Tom. So, but, you know, the, the parent picks up the kid and tries all these different ways to, to tell the, the dog walker, the dog owner, just, please, just, just leave us alone. And for some reason, the dog owner, like a lot of dog owners in New York, they just don't get the hint. They say, no, the dog won't hurt you. Put your hand out. Let the dog sniff you. All of a sudden, giving, you know, giving the kid orders to, to, to have to, you know, put your, your palm out to a strange dog. And it, you know, it, for me, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. So uh, in the end, I had, uh, should I give the capper away? Do I give the spoiler away, Tom, or, or what? Well, let me just intro it. <laughs> what was your daughter's wisdom that led to the money shot? Yes. So essentially, the, the, the parent is trying to be nice, trying to use all their, uh, their, their skill to get this dog and the dog owner away. And finally, the little kid chimes in and says, hey, get your fucking dog away. Can I say, can I curse on this podcast or I'd say effing? You can. Okay. So finally, out of the little girl, the little girl says, will you get your fucking dog out of my face? And I thought that was, you know, just, it was the perfect comedic end to this particular little little slice of life, if you will. So maybe I can even set this up more because it's uh, the age of the daughter is not given in the story. I had envisioned this being uh, a pre-K, yeah. but perhaps she's in elementary school. Uh, but the narrator then says something that I think certainly every father has said in a similar situation. And for me, it was the first time in public uh, my then three-year-old daughter uh, flipped somebody mm -hmm. off. So... The quote from the narrator was, sweet child, she has her mother's cheeks. Well, the father's and that to be proud of her. She's, the father's proud the daughter did what he couldn't do, telling the, the dog owner to fuck the hell off. So I think that's a, that's a source of fatherly pride. Don't you think so, Tom? Absolutely. And that's the hidden secret of this story. We all love that our daughter stood up for not just herself, uh, but both of us. But the, 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 the comment, the sweet child, she has her mother's cheeks, I probably have actually said that uh, just when I was trying to move beyond whatever situation my daughter had put me in at the time. So how does the narrator use it? Well, I think, you know, in the end, the narrator is just, it's, uh, it's the kid is cute, Sorry, dog owner. And now we're going to school, you know, and the, in New York, frankly, the, after the dog attacked the kid, you know, who knows, someone else might attack the kid. Who knows what's going to happen on the streets of New York? So I think it's just a, you know, la di da, off we go to off we go to school, you know. Well, I thought that was a great way uh, for it to end. So I, I hope our listeners will join us again for our next episode of Effing Argentina. Yeah, come on back. I will make fun of dogs in the next episode.